Hello, this is Rory with the Love Chat, and today's topic is the Grass is Greener Syndrome, Part 2. Now, this is video number 217. If you have a question you'd like for me to consider featuring on my channel, please write it in a comment below. And if you enjoy my content and would like to help my channel out by hitting subscribe and like so that YouTube will show my videos to a wider audience, I would be so very grateful. Now then, let's talk about the Grass is Greener Syndrome. So we've talked about the grass is greener syndrome, and I will link the video in the description below so that you guys can check that one out if you haven't seen it. But just for the sake of ease, let's re-explain what it is, and in some instances that you might see it. So the grass is greener syndrome is basically this. First and foremost, it's not an actual syndrome. In other words, it's not as though there's something wrong with your brain, or it doesn't quite fit the medical definition of syndrome. The reason people call it a syndrome is simply because it's a collection of symptoms, which is basically what syndrome means, but for those of you who haven't heard this term before, I don't want you to get panicked and think it's an actual problem with their brain. Really, it's just an actual problem with the situation they found themselves in. The grass is greener syndrome is when you notice your partner after some sort of big life event, such as an engagement, or moving in together, or college, and maybe sometimes the big event isn't even part of it. But for whatever reason, they begin pulling away and completely changing their mind, even though there hasn't really been an issue. It's almost like they're tired of the situation, and you are involved in the situation, and they begin changing the terms of the relationship. Maybe they want an open relationship. Maybe they completely break up with you. And when asking them for a reason as to why, they don't really give you what you judge to be a good reason you'll find things like, it's not you, it's me, or I'm just not happy with myself and I need to go work on myself, or more things like that. Basically, the grass is greener syndrome is when they're dealing with life circumstances and they didn't really think that this is who they would be when they grew up. And they begin asking themselves certain questions like, who am I? Am I happy? Am I happy with who I'm dating? Is this the career choice I want? And they begin one by one pulling on all of these different strings to see if it's what they really want. During this time, they're going to feel distant, and when you ask them for any sort of clarity or explanation as to why this is happening so you can go about undoing it or fixing it, because your anxiety is sky-high during a time where they're distant with you for no real reason that you can identify, but when you try and ask them for clarity, it makes them feel even worse and they push you away more. This leads you to believe that you've done something wrong, and perhaps there are some little kernels of things that could be going better, Maybe you're focusing too much energy into the relationship, but by and large, nothing has changed, and so their recent change of behavior, their emotional regression, their insistence upon getting space from you, despite the fact nothing happened, is very prevalent during this time. It's confusing because it's scary. We don't understand it. So why do we call it the grass is greener syndrome? Well, think about the idea of the grass being greener. I'm sitting in my grass, right? I've inspected my yard, I know what it holds, and the grass, for me, doesn't seem that green. It seems like the fear of missing out is taking over, I'm looking in everybody else's yard, and it appears that they're sitting on this beautiful, healthy green grass, and by comparison, what I have is nothing like what they have. Why is it that I look on Facebook or Instagram and everybody's having this amazing life with all of these new adventures? traveling to all these new destinations, their partners buying them teddy bears that are twice the size of them. It just seems like what I have is lacking. And so they make the necessary change, 
in their relationship. In other words, they have this internal feeling. They're not sure what tools to use to fix the internal feeling, so they turn to external factors and sources. They begin acting differently. They begin hanging out with people that you thought they didn't like. They begin getting haircuts, tattoos, doing things differently than you've known before, and they break up with you. So in this case, we see emotional regression. We see them making this panicked attempt to try all the flavors and to have all the experiences that they think they're lacking. Now, for the dumpee, this is particularly alarming because the person you've known for months, maybe even years, is acting very out of character. And you begin thinking to yourself, that's not who they are. I know them. I've been with them for years and they've never shown me any yearning or urge to want to be like this. Some people call this the quarter-life crisis, wherein you're having this existential moment of panic, and who am I? What do I need to be happy? Because I feel like I'm not happy. And I feel like I'm not happy because everybody around me and all the media I consume is telling me that I need more. I need to be different, and I need to want different things. And all the social media that I see is showing me that everybody else has those things, and somehow I'm doing this wrong. So, usually, the dumper, the person who is going through the grass is greener syndrome, or quarter-life crisis, or cold feet, or whatever the hell you want to call it, has this expectation that what they have is not good enough, and they're going to set a further expectation that what I lack, and the things I'm going to go get by breaking up with this person, are going to be amazing, and then they go and either prove that or disprove that to themselves. Now, the fear with a lot of you is, well, what happens when they break up with me? They date other people, they try other things, they go to nightclubs, all these different behaviors that I have never seen from them before, and what if they love it? Well, I'm here to tell you that the likelihood that they love it, that they change every little thing about their character and go love this other new life, if it happens, it's going to be short-lived. Don't get me wrong, that's not to say that they won't walk away with some enjoyable experiences under their belt. They're still human, but... I highly doubt that they're going to change every little thing about themselves and that every little thing they changed will stick. They're still the person you've known for years. They might just need some time to work this out for themselves. And the absolute worst thing you can do right now, despite every fiber in your being screaming for you to do it, is to try and get them to remain where they are. Imagine this. If I tell you that I want to do something and you and everybody else in my life is telling me it's a horrible idea, but I'm dead set on doing it, your objections to my idea won't make me want to do it less. It will make me want to do it more. You're telling me I can't do something, and thereby raising its value. Because when you tell me I can't have something, my mind tells me that value is greater, since it is scarce, just like no contact. And I've used this example before in other videos, but in the United States, the legal drinking age is currently 21. Now, if you try telling a 19-year-old, hey, you can't have that, you're not allowed to drink beer or alcohol or anything like that, the value of drinking, the coolness of drinking, is skyrocketed. Because now it's something taboo. Something you're telling me I can't have, which makes me want it that much more. So these days, if you tell a 19-year-old they can't drink, their response will go, oh yeah? Watch me. And they'll find a way to do it. But as soon as they turn 21 and they are legally allowed to do it for themselves, it loses some of its sexiness, some of the coolness. And that is exactly what The Grass is Greener is all about. Your partner needs to understand that what they're going through is temporary. It is a belief that they are missing out. It is a belief that 
the grass in other fields is greener. When ultimately, and we've discussed this before as well, the grass isn't greener in other people's yards. The grass is greener where you water it. In other words, watering means where you put the effort, where you put the hard work, the new experiences, the self-love, the communication. So if you, or maybe even somebody you love, is going through the grass is greener syndrome, the absolute best thing you can do for yourself is to experience whatever you need to experience, free of any sort of impediment, and allow yourself to get out of this phase quickly. Feel it, go through it, get past it. For someone else who's just starting to go through the grass is greener syndrome, the best thing you can do for them is the same. Let them go through whatever they need to go through. Let them learn for themselves where the grass is greener and how the grass becomes greener. Because if you get in their way, I promise you they're going to want to do it more. It's not easy. A lot of uncertainty happens during this time. And usually this is something that strikes people when they're in their earlier 20s. Because by the time you're 30, 40, you've already experienced so much. And you don't have anywhere near as much uncertainty as you used to have. Because life becomes a bit more certain, a bit more stable. And some of those more sporadic wants and needs that you have when you're in your earlier 20s begin to fade away with the stability of the 30s and 40s. Although, we do know that the midlife crisis also exists. It doesn't hit everybody, and sometimes it hits everybody differently. But all you need to know is that if you're living a life geared towards you and your goals and dreams, existential crises don't really happen. But if they do happen, you know how to get through them. And if they happen to somebody you love, you know how to help them through it. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. I hope everybody who celebrates had a Merry Christmas, and I hope that you all have a Happy New Year. Don't forget that all my coaching services are discounted, and so if you're interested in coaching with me, just hit my website, thelovechat.net slash coaching, and I'll talk to you all next time.